We're head straight to the gospel lesson today. It's from Luke 15. You might want to pull out your Bibles because it doesn't tell the whole story. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near and to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and scribes were grumbling, saying, This fellow welcomed sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying with them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house and church carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This text 
these two stories that Luke tells. He tells them in a literary trope he uses often, which is that if he tells a story about a man, he almost always tells a story with a similar moral about a woman. Hmm, who knew? Here he tells a story about a sheep, one sheep that's lost, and about a very poor shepherd who leaves 99 sheep to go chase one. If you were the owner of that flock of sheep, you'd probably fire that shepherd. He left the bulk of the flock to go after one measly, stupid sheep that probably would get lost and die alone and forgotten. And nobody would care. Surely one sheep can be replaced, but 99, if something happened to them, my goodness, what a bad choice. Why in heaven's name would you leave 99 to go after one? When we're talking about the woman with the coins, I have to expected these kids to say, well, it's just one coin, so what? They didn't. See, that's why this is the heart of the gospel. That one that the shepherd goes after, that one of us that is this poor and lowly sinner, that one of us that so much of the world thinks is not worth going after, is the one that God seeks. So often we sit alone in our bitterness and our anger and our fear and our resentment and we say, where are you, God? And we shake our fists at the heavens and wonder and yet God is seeking that one whom God loves above all else. See, this is the one case where Luke doesn't just tell a story about a man and then about a woman. There's a third story here, which we don't get to today. It's about a child, a son, an adult son. Some of you have adult children who are pains in the neck. You raise them right. You do everything you're supposed to do as a parent, and still they go astray. And that's what happened in this story. The son treats his family like crap. You ever heard a sermon with the word crap in it? I I think I just did something. I think I just did a first. He treats his family horribly. He could not insult them more. And when he's done insulting them and getting every single thing from them he can, he leaves home 
have a good time to take out on his own, to grow to be a man. <laughs> and he discovers the world is harsh and he may not be just quite so great as he thought he was. He ends up scouring garbage dumps for food. And his life is so miserable, lost in his bitterness and his anger and his fear and his resentment, that he says, maybe, just maybe, I could turn and go home. And I'm such a wretch, they surely won't accept me fully, but maybe, maybe I could just eat the crumbs from the table. But he either forgets or never really knew what kind of father he had, because the whole time he has been gone, his father has been praying and worrying and hoping that he would return. He's been looking out the window, waiting to find his son, that long-lost lamb, come back again. And he sees his boy from far away. And he runs to him to embrace him. Because that woeful sinner with all his bitterness and anger and fear and resentment has come home where he belongs. Hmm. Now that's a good story. And that, my friends, is the heart of our gospel. You who sit in your anger and your resentment and your bitterness and your fear have a way to turn to God who will embrace and accept you no matter what your past is or has been. These texts tell us, don't let your past define your future because God has something more in store for all of us. God's vision and dream for who we will become is greater than we can ever imagine. And we are embraced by a God who loves us unconditionally and eternally. What love, what love. Amen.